0: What's going on guys, DK back at you with another video here to bring the showdown slate between the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Super excited to watch this series. Uh, If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm also starting to make videos for uh, PGA golf. So if you're interested in the Travelers Championship uh, that starts on Thursday, I already have a video breaking down that and I do make videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you are unable to watch these videos, they also up on Apple Podcasts. Link down below is called the DKDFS Show. And if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would help me out a ton. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer them at Patreon.com, an esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. Now, if you sign up for the NBA package, you'll get those golf data sheets, player sheets for free. Uh, so, that is one perk if, if you do sign up for the NBA uh, package. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, there's a couple of different ways you can play, at least for NBA. Number one is you can take over under on fancy points. And number two is single stat, where you can take over under like points, assists, rebounders, uh, three pointers, made stuff like that. Um, right now, they only have the second half contest posted because. Um, the second half has not started yet. And, uh, I'm sure once this game winds down or ends, they'll have the, uh, NBA, um, props or, you know, player projections up for, uh, for tomorrow's slate. So can't really give any of those that I like right now, obviously, cause they're not up. But, uh, again, if you guys want to try it out, we can sign up. Use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word linked down below. You'll get a hundred percent match up to a hundred dollars. Basically you put a hundred dollars in, you get $200 to play with. Uh, again, I, I like prize fixes. It's a nice change of pace, especially with NBA winding down. Um, you're not playing against anyone. You're playing against the house. And uh, I do want to thank you, give you guys a special shout out uh, to all uh, all you guys watching this video, all you guys coming and checking out the live streams and, and on Twitter too. The support has really been overwhelming. So, um, if you guys do enjoy this content, if you could hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you know when want to live. I will be live to break down the show on site uh, tomorrow, so make sure to check it out. And let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video. Every single like helps me out a ton because the more likes in the video, the more people can see the video. All right, so before we talk about players and the prices of the show on site, we can look back line right up here from Tuesday's show on site. So Tuesday, it's looking pretty good right now. Um, at halftime now, obviously things can change but I want to I guess slightly contrarian uh, with campaign the captain he was the third highest captain ownership um but I just thought he was way underpriced and allowed me to get to a lineup that I felt pretty good about so we'll have campaign the captain Paul George and Booker both have had subpar first half and I'm not super worried about it they're both you know about 90 percent on each now I use Reggie Jackson here the optimal I guess if if I um was using all my salary. Would have been Aiton instead of Jackson. But I used Jackson over Aiton to get a little bit different. I think Aiton is 21. Jackson is 18. So right now, it's looking about about the same. Uh, I used Zubach for Valley. I was surprised how low on Zubach was, especially when he got announced starting. Talked about this a lot in the live stream about how I didn't really trust Boogie Cousins' minutes, and that I thought he's going to be over-owned. He was 40%. Now, he's only played, what, three minutes so far in the first half? Who knows? Things could change, but... Um, again, I was worried about it cause he got burned in the defensive end in the first game. And then Rayshon Ronda for value, you know, it just, we, I need someone super cheap and he's hit two, three. So, uh, he's at 10 fancy points at a half, not bad at all. He was pretty popular too at 45% on, but that's where Matt Again, I only played the big $20 tournament right now, uh, winning $50. I'm in 873rd place out of. How many? I don't know. It's like twenty thousand entries. I forget how many entries is it, but yeah, look, looking decent right now. So hope you guys had uh, are having a good night. Hope you guys end up having a good night and win some money. And let's see if we can keep it going for this showdown slate. So, um, let's see. Yeah, the Hawks Bucks. It's a uh, two twenty six over under, and the Bucks are seven and a half point favorites. So we'll start off with the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young at the top at eleven six. I know he had the awful shooting game last game. I know, right? Five of twenty three. But the thing I want to bring up is. He shot five of 23, and he still went for 40 fancy points. So I still like Trey a lot here. Um, I think he is up there, obviously, with, with Giannis and Middleton Is you know, the top spend-ups of the show on site. So I, I do like Trey a good amount. Now, can you make the argument to fade him? Yes, I think you can. Um, you know, if you do fade Trey, then you probably want to get to some of those secondary pieces from the Hawks. But yeah, Trey... Um, I think looks, looks like a really good play. You are going to have to pay up for him at eleven six, 6 but um, yeah, I, I like him. Now, Capella at 8-6, I'm probably still not going to get to him. Um, I've been off him so far in the playoffs, but I do think this is a little bit of a better match against the Bucks as opposed to the Knicks and then the off match against the 76ers with Embiid. So I think he's a little bit more playable now, but I'm still probably not going to go there. Um eight, 6 2 still feels... Maybe a little bit overpriced, but again, I think he's a little bit more in play, I guess, uh, here. John Collins at 8.4K. I mean, he should play 35 to 40 minutes. He played 41 last game. I mean, he's been pretty solid. He's basically been the number two in offense. Him and Kevin Herter really stepped it up. Um, he's a good rebounder. He can block some shots. Uh, he's, he does have a somewhat low floor, and he is prone to some foul trouble. So there, there is still some risk with John Collins, but I think a perfectly fine play there in the mid-range. Kevin Herter at 72 two. So uh, he is probable, fully expecting to play. What we have to keep an eye on here is Bogdan and Cam Reddish. Now, I expect Bogdan to play, but Cam Reddish has been out the entire playoffs, and he might come back. So I think if he if he does return, that would be a few less minutes for, for Um With Kevin Herter, I'm a little bit torn because he's looked really good the last couple games, but I just want to bring up, right, the floor is low. He, he still has, if he's not hitting shots, he can go for under under 10 fancy points. He's gone for five fancy points in two of the last five games. So the floor is still there. Now the price is up. I'm a little bit torn at what I want to do with Kevin Herter because he is still he's a decent rebounder. He's obviously a guy that can score the ball. I just feel like he might be a little bit over-owned in the show on slate. Now if Bogdanovich, um, if he plays, another one I'm a little bit torn about because he was playing really big minutes in the playoffs. Like, Thirty-five to forty minutes, and last few games he had foul trouble. Then the knee injury has been bothering him, so he's been playing less minutes. Uh, he didn't close the last game. I think if he plays well, there is still a chance he could play thirty-five to forty minutes, and he could be like a must in the show and slate. So. This one is also a little bit torn about, like, there, there's a there's a wide range of outcomes for Bogdan. Obviously, he can aggravate the knee injury. He can play, like, 20 minutes like he has two of the last three games with, you know, kind of limited with the knee. Or if he plays well, there's, a, like, he can play 40 minutes. So, Bogdan's another one where um, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a wide range of outcomes for, for what can really happen. With Gallinari at 6K, so, and keep an eye on Reddish. Keep an eye on and Bob down. If they are both out, then that that that's really locks in the minutes for Herder and, and Gallinari. Um, again, if if they're both in, then you might see Gallinari's Mets take down a little bit. I do think he probably plays at least. 20 to 25 minutes, I would say, and possibly more, and he's played 32 of the last three games. Now, with Gallinari, he's a good scorer. He can rebound the ball. He's not the best rebounder, but he can get some rebounds. He's a, you know, a taller player. Obviously, it was like 6, 6'10", or so, 6'9". He's, he's a tall guy, so uh, I think Gallinari at 6K is is a fair play. doesn't really stand out, but it's a fine filler option. Again, with Reddish, I'm not going to play him if he does play, because I, I would guess he'd be limited, but... Um, if he does play, that's where you could see less minutes for guys like Gallo, maybe a few less for Herter, maybe a few less for Plakdanovich, right? So I'll have to monitor that. And Lou Williams at 2-6 actually is playable because he is a decent point a guy, obviously a good scorer, and he should play 10-ish minutes, maybe a little bit more if he plays well. So I'm fine using Lou on the show on the slate. Just know like you're most likely going to get around 10 to 12 minutes or so. And then Okongo is at the flat mid price. He'll play the backup five. Um, probably get somewhere around eight minutes or so. Uh, he actually played ten and sixteen the previous two games. So, if you want to go there, I don't hate it. You know, I think this is setting up for a little more of a stars and scrubs build again, uh, because the stars really do it all for for both teams, right? Giannis Milton drew especially dominate the usage for for the Bucks, and you kind of have Trey. Um, you know, a, a big step up from the rest of his team as far as usage goes. So I think it's going to set up for more of that Stars and scrubs build. And you know, Kongo's a guy, the Flatman price, that if you play him, it, it opens up a lot. So that's our Matt. Like Solomon Hill, Tony Snell, they might play a little bit, but not enough for me to consider them. Uh, so let's talk about Milwaukee here. Giannis and combo Again, very, very safe. He's going to be super, super popular. Definitely like your cash gameplay in the captain. Um, gonna play around 40 minutes or so, and obviously he's a do-it-all guy. I don't want to spend a ton of time on Giannis. You are gonna have to pay premium for him, but very, very safe. Now, if Milton versus Drew, once again, I'm gonna prefer Milton. He's just been He's been much more he was much more aggressive than that Brooklyn series. Now, you never know because in the game one, or in the first series, Drew Holiday was much more aggressive and the much better player of the two. So, like, they've been flipping back and forth. I do think, though, I would still rather get to Milton. Um, he's a guy that, you know, is a decent rebounder, obviously can score the ball, and can get some assists. He's gone for eight, five, five, and six assists the last four games. Now, what I will say is, this is game one, and they played massive minutes in that net series. So, I do think the Bucks maybe extend the bench a little bit, kind of like Clippers-esque, I guess. Now, there's no guarantee with that, but... I don't think the Bucs can get away with basically running a six-man rotation in the playoffs, right? So, I would guess the Mets go down a little bit for guys like Giannis, Milton, and Drew Holiday. Now, Drew Holiday, 9-4, again, he's been, he struggled a little bit, for sure. He's been struggling shooting the ball in that last series. He's still a guy, though, that has upside. He can go for 50, right? He was averaging, like, 45 faints points in that Miami series. So, I still have some interest in Drew. I would just rank him behind uh, Giannis Milton for me. Brooke Lopez at 6.8K is kind of like, it's doable. I think he plays around 30 minutes. I do think his minutes might go down a little bit too. A, a decent point permanent guy can hit some can hit some threes, you know, can get some rebounds. Uh he's gone for three and four blocks too uh the last couple games. So Brolo is kind of a fine filler play. Doesn't really stand out. Again, I think he might lose a couple minutes. PJ Tucker, so like do they need PJ Tucker here in this series to play this many minutes? Or they really needed him to guard Katie, but do they need him against Atlanta? I would say they don't need him as much, right? Because Trey's really the guy you worry about. You can actually start Drew Holiday on Trey. So, like, I don't think they're going to need P.J.'s minutes as much, so maybe his minutes tick down. We know with P.J. Tucker that he is not a good point-burner guy, uh, not a good, you know, fantasy player. But if he's going to play over 30 minutes you can go there. Just just know that the floor is single-digit fantasy points with P.J., but he's a guy that can knock down some corner threes. All right, That's really where he's going to get a lot of fantasy points, and if he can hit a couple of his corner threes, maybe fall into some rebounds and get like a block or two. Britton Forbes at 3-2, so his minutes were trending down in that Brooklyn series. However, like I mentioned, I do think the bench gets extended a little bit in this game because I don't think the Bucks can continue to run basically a six-man rotation. So Maybe instead of like the 10-ish minutes we're getting from Bryn Forbes, maybe we get closer to 15 to 20. Now, there there obviously is risk for Bryn Forbes, too. He is super, super reliant on the scoring, and if he's not hitting his shots, he has a really low floor, like we've seen last couple games, right? One and zero fancy points. So, that is the risk of for Bryn Forbes. Now, Bobby Portis is the one where I don't know what to do here. I am so torn because he is such a good point-per-minute guy, but he's been out of the rotation like the last three or four games. But, like I said, can the Bucs continue to run this tight of a rotation? I don't think so. I think they have to extend it a little bit. So, if Bobby Portis plays here, he's most likely going to be in the winning lineup. Because if he plays, he's going to play probably around 15 minutes. And like I said, he's a really, really good point for guy. But, this basically, this is the same argument as Boogie Cousins, output put out right so I was like hey if I knew Boogie Cousins is going to play 10 to 15 minutes I would play him because he's that good a point for a guy but I said hey there's a chance he barely plays or gets a DNP and that's how I feel about Bobby Portis so high risk high reward play but if he does play if he checks in he's probably going to be in the winning lineup tomorrow so I do like Portis however there's a lot of risk involved and then Conanton is the much safer play He's played 22, 32, 22, and 22 minutes the last four games. He has been the guy off the bench for the Bucks that has been playing consistent minutes. And he can knock down some threes. Um, he still has shown a, a decent, floor, like, a low floor. He had two fancy points two games ago. But I think Pat Honton is the safer value play of the Bucs. Uh, and I do like that price there at 2.2K. And that's really it. Like, I don't think that, like, Thonsis might get a couple minutes, but not enough for me to really consider him. I don't think Jeff Teague plays in this one, so... Um, that is it for the player by player breakdown, guys. I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you have a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you don't want to go live. Again, I will be live tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.